privacy is a really, really important thing. As Tim Cook says, as Steve Jobs once said, privacy is a human right. Nowadays, I have friends, I have church friends who ask me, hey, how does Facebook know that I was looking for XYZ online? And you tell them about Facebook Pixel. You tell them about the integrations of things being embedded into websites so that it can track them over time, learn their usage patterns and show them an ad. And when we so freely give our data to companies such as Google, Apple, whomever, Depending on those privacy laws, depending on those lack of privacy laws, and depending on those privacy policies of these companies, who knows where our data might end up? And the thing is, is that data can be used against you. Guys, I want to talk about something today. I want to talk about how a search warrant overrode one million users' choice not to share DNA data with cops. Let's talk about it, folks. What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds, the podcast meant to educate and empower you, the listener, in this vast world of technology. Let's get into it. So let's hop into it, shall we? So police in Orlando, Florida, obtained a warrant over this past summer to search DNA site GED match and review the data on all of its users. That accounted for about a million people. So the New York Times reported this. So privacy advocates are now concerned that police will continue to get broad warrants for DNA sites, including larger peers such as 23andMe or Ancestry.com that have much larger pools of user data. And here's the problem. It's one of the things that Edward Snowden talked about in his recent memoirs, and it's one of the things is just a straight up fact. When we have law enforcement agencies, instead of looking to pinpoint one individual They say, you know what? We can't do that. You know, we're not bright enough to do that. But instead, what we're going to do is that we're just going to collect everything on absolutely everyone, completely abdicating our duties to hone in on someone that we think is the subject here, someone that we think is causing a problem. We're just going to get data and harvest it about absolutely everyone, taking advantage and cringing own people's right to privacy infringing on that and all of us now are in harm's way because data is aggregated across so many sites all over the internet whether that's Facebook like I said Google 23andMe all of these people want your data now that's not to say the Ancestry.com or 23andMe that they're out here for nefarious purposes. They're building fantastic models and being able to con- to be able to submit a canister of spit. Let, let's just think about that. Let's reconcile and break this down for a second. Being able 
to submit a canister of spit and then being able to determine which geographical location you, your people, and your ancestors are from. Guys, it's 2019. It's here. It's here. We are here. This is really cool. This is phenomenal technology. But at what cost? And I'm always on the side of air on the side of caution. If you have to use a fake email address, if you have to use a P.O. box, do it. Of course, these are extra steps. And a lot of the times I wonder why am I using these extra steps? Heck, I don't have anything, quote unquote, to hide. But that's one of the worst phrases that we can use. Because when all of our rights are being infringed upon, you deserve to be able to make the choice about how, when, and why your data is collected. And you deserve to be able to get yourself out of all of these puny little aggregations. So guys, this is a bunch of crap. And of course, I cannot stop you. I cannot stop you from submitting DNA. To ancestry, 23andMe, what have you. But what I can tell you to do and what I can urge you to do is that if you choose to do this, submit it under an alias name. Use an alias email address. Have it sent to a P.O. box or heck, have it sent to a friend, your grandma, your cousin. But the less links that we tie back to our real selves, the better. Because at the end of the day, you're paying for a product. You pay for 23andMe. They don't need your data the way that Google does. Google gives all of its services and things away for free because you're the product. But in this case, if you're already paying, what right do they have to keep that data? And, you know, we always hear about data breaches and we see these databases online that malicious actors can comb through and easily correlate with other breaches and really be able to build a profile on you, on me, on all of us. And at the end of the day, it's not right. So guys, think about where you're putting your data. Always be a cautious consumer. And until next time, I'll holler at you.